Hello, Coach Nev. I'm glad that we are finally hopping on a podcast together again. How are you today? I am doing great today. How are you, Coach DJ? I'm great. Um, let's just let's kick it off. With, we're at Blockout, and you know, I walked in. And it seemed like the girls were having a great time. What's been going on here, at least for today? Yeah, so it's unusual day. Uh, we are kind of taking a different route after July 4th. Uh, a lot of kids are out, so today we actually had a little open gym play date, so the girls just came in to play. We played two and three, a uh, couple of different games. Then we played six on three, which three were collegiate athlete, former collegiate athlete and our senior in high school. So we kind of had a little fun with that. And then we all stick around and uh, talk about cooking, nutrition. <laughs> yeah. So that took off. So everybody's like, we want to learn how to cook. We want to eat better. Um, and awesome. then we dive into the groceries and Trader Joe's and where to buy what and how to make stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. So it sounds like it's a competitive type atmosphere today. And uh, <laughs> then you talked about your culinary pursuits. Right. One day I'll be a cook <laughs> yeah. when I retire from volleyball coaching. <laughs> Let's do it. That's awesome. Um, we we kind of went over the outline before we hopped on, but uh, you ready to jump into it? Yes. All right. So I figured today would be a great day uh, to just dive into one of your top 10 coaching challenges. So do you have one? I think I one of them that kind of comes to the top of my head is like how to motivate, let's call it an unmotivated athlete, and kind of approach that I recently changed that I've been pursuing for maybe 10 years. I came to some conclusions on my own. I was like, man, I've been doing everything wrong. <laughs> right. So, you know, I think we have a challenge. Sometimes you come in and you have a group of five six athletes three really motivated three are not and then what happens we we start well you're being lazy or you're not working hard and you're almost like repeating what pro possibly they already know uh, and instead I've changed my approach to getting to know what they are about why they're maybe fatigued why they're not giving their very best right. um, and kind of that open whole new level of interesting things from some of the kids who are staying up on up all night watching Netflix to the kids that literally have not had a meal entire day to the kids that have been maybe overworked in some other camps and they're coming in and all they want to do is sleep right. so there are different issues where if you just assume they're lazy and they don't want to work, you're just going to kind of feed that dog instead of, hey, yeah. what's been going on? And then you have better understanding how to how to approach the, the situation. So Yeah, so um, if you could kind of give, you said an unmotivated athlete, like what does that look like for you? So for me, unmotivated athlete would be if I say we're running at 50%, the athlete is nearly walking. 
if I say, hey, we're doing full approaches, aggressive jumps, the athlete that barely gets off the ground, hey, lift your left arm up and the left arm is just down, but not due to ability, because I've seen those kids, so I know when they're working and when they're not. Um, so unmotivated, moving slow, responding slow, kind of out of it, does not really listen, kind of eyes somewhere else, kind of almost they don't, like that's almost checked out checked out like i don't want to be here right so what i mean you listed a few things that you've noticed and and really a different approach uh, rather than just like you said the, the athlete knows what what's going on with them um i think what we fail to realize is that we all have issues with communication <laughs> You know, right. um, and at that age, they're still learning how to properly communicate and really just how to understand what's going on physically, yes, but mentally more so. And um, then we throw in the social aspect, and <laughs> it can be a shit show. Right. Um, so, so what has been your approach to more so listening? Then, you know, yes, and really, really adapting how I proceed with my practice and how much do I lay off on them? Do I, you know, tone down and tell them, hey, I almost negotiate with them. Hey, I know you're not feeling up to par today, but if we can knock out X, Y, and Z, we can, um, we can all have a pro- productive day. This shouldn't be too hard on your body or on your mind, but it can really benefit your further training. So almost renegotiate entire practice instead of just this is what we're gonna do and this is how you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it and just being more aggressive doesn't seem to help. Right. But more diving in what's going on and then also relating to them. Hey, I've been really tired because I had two, four days camp, eight hours a day and I say, I can really understand how you feel because I've been in a gym all like eight hours every day myself and I'm pretty tired too. So but guess what? We're here. We got this time to make the best of it. So let's complete X, Y, and Z. Right. I've been really, and then also compliment goes a long way. I've been, you've been really doing good with, I don't know, extending your elbow lately. So let's slow it down and let's continue to work on that. Find a positive, Right. And then they take mine off of what's going on negatively in their life. And then it seems like I've been getting much, much better result with it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, you've, you've come home um, with more positive to report. And it's, it's not all about the positives, so to speak, because we're, where we can run into issue with like that type of implementation is if you take it too far and you're just like, hey, we got to find what fits everyone. And, you know, if you're not feeling good today, well, you know, let's, you, you regress too far um, or you give them too much leniency because ultimately you're still a professional right. as far as sport right. goes. But they're the professional as far as themselves and they're, they're becoming that professional. Um, but what I would... One of my questions, and we talk about it a good bit as far as how can we bring in more uh, tangible 
whether it be tech-based or some other implement, to give them feedback. You know, that's not just a, hey, good job, or hey, do this, do that. You know, if it's a measurable, a green light, red light type deal. And, you know, sometimes that, that drives us when we can see, hey, she wants a max effort approach. You know, right. like with the jump mat, it measures at 15 inches. Right. And then it's like, hey, you hit 14, let's get that extra inch. Right. You know, do you see that being... Yeah, I can, I can definitely see the benefit of it. Um, and not just the jump, man. It's right. Just I feel like anytime you put any type of competitiveness within, mm -hmm. like you tend to get a little bit more out of it because you're not perceived as, hey, I'm just doing the dry reps, dry reps, dry reps. It's, it's either they're going to compete with person next to them or with themselves or both. So they're going to forget about for a second kind of what's been bothering them and suddenly it becomes fun too. And I think that's a huge, huge um, kind of turnaround that I'm trying to have in my sessions when right. I see it's kind of a dull, like, did I make this session fun? Because I think we get preoccupied with, oh, the reps, the sets, the, this is the good drill, this is the bad yeah, drill. Yeah, shit, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, and and then I come right, and I was like, well, they're not having fun. I have the best drill on the planet, but yeah, those kids either. don't have fun. Like we're not getting anywhere. So I try to also kind of introduce that every session. Hey, have fun with it. If we're jump setting, if you stress yourself out, like if you did it correctly, then it's not fun. But if you hey, picture yourself at a beach, hey, you're flying up for the ball, jump up hit it with your head, like just feel how it feels up in the air, kind of explore. They, they really tend to respond better. That's awesome. And, and you kind of touched on it. You know, we wanted to dive into the, like a challenge athletes face where they struggle with because, you know, and we both have experienced, you know, those one-on-one -on -one sit downs with athletes where they pull you aside and they confess <laughs> their life um, but not getting that deep but more so in general what's a challenge you notice that your athletes struggle with <laughs> just one um, it's hard to pick one we could roll with well you mentioned nutrition nutrition big one uh, I feel everybody's confused there is so much out there but then there, everybody's confused because everybody's being told different things. So you have parents doing one thing. Parents might be following their own nutrition methods. Like now they decided to do whole 30 right. and entire family is doing whole 30. So here I am trying to work with an athlete. They didn't have one gram of carb in <laughs> five days and they look like a zombie. I was like, what's going on? This is not my athlete. So then I have a kid who, for instance, did not. Oh, I didn't know I have practice today, so I didn't eat. Why you didn't yeah, eat? You told me that one. I was like, well, I didn't know I have practice. I was like, so you don't eat? Oh, I'm a picky eater. Okay, so then, I mean, the, it's endless. I have kids who just have a lunchable for an entire day and then eight hours between that and the practice. And then they're feeling lightheaded and they're probably not hydrated good. and 
again, they're kids in a way, they're resilient, but I feel like some of it, it's extreme. Right. And not for the sake of being extreme, just kind of, oh, I didn't know better. Yeah, just uh, like you said, and I don't know. Right. Um, we've talked about some methods we could use, and honestly, I feel like this could be a big one. And just presenting, you know, th- these are the nutrients you need, like your carbohydrates right. for your energy, your proteins and fats for recovery and s- sustenance. Um, which, what what do they tend to shy away from? Okay, so it, uh, great question. I recently had a little quiz on Instagram, and I, again, I love to use Instagram to get a lot of responses from the athletes. They're Where more can likely. They, find you on they can find me on uh, blockoutacademy.com. They can find me on Coach Nav. Well, at oh. Blockout Academy, and then at Coach Nav. Um, at Blockout Academy is the one that I ask a lot of questions directly to the athletes. So recently I asked uh, about, you know, what is your energy fuel? Um, and then and just fuel basic, basic nutrition knowledge. And I was shocked because there was a lot of over 500 responses. And I mean, everything thinks protein is the source of <laughs> energy. Yeah. So, and, and I don't blame them because... Right. First thing, I guess the protein has been celebrated yeah. in the magazines and stuff. So they hear it so much. So then they pick up a bar and they're like, well, there is no protein in it. I'm like, well, okay. <laughs> so what? <laughs> and eat it. And yeah, eat it. <laughs> uh, or banana. It's like, yeah, but it's there is no protein in it. Hey, eat your banana. Yeah. Um, and then I ask kids, how many, when was the last time you had fruit? And they're like, I don't know. Right. So just the fresh, just eating fresh produce, and I, I really think there is a problem there. And oh, there's a huge problem because reflecting we, it reflects our. We both said reflect. Mm-hmm. It reflects our um, that quick fix that we all chase in various realms, but right. with nutrition, there's no quick fix. Um, the the more consistent you are in your intake, the better your outputs. And supplements are sold now as like a quick fix. I mean, even with like the energy drink companies and whatnot, hey, drink this and you have quick energy and then you crash. Or, hey, protein's a great way to build muscle quickly, but it's overused, you know, so we actually run into a detriment. Right, but it, it, with nutrition, so a great way to ask, because athletes are not going to really, if you confront them, they're not, sometimes they're not really going to talk. Right. But that's why I love social media, because I think they feel more encouraged to share, or well, it's if it's platform. a quiz, it's their platform. So I found it very beneficial to get a large number of answers and really dive into their thought process on various topics not just nutrition and one thing for sure they all want to do better but they're all kind of how do we do better right we need a well we've talked about some methods we can implement and hopefully we're able to execute quick more quickly uh than not but um with the whole deal with social media Mm -hmm. it's like as adults i did my quotations (laughs) as adults we look at kids and social media 
and we think that social media is um, a distraction or just other whatever media implements but in actuality it's a tool it's just some people are better at using it than others and those people that um, or industries that tend to be better are the ones that can be um, what's the word for it Um, I guess used to manipulate negatively uh, so the impacts that, that we see from from a lot of those that are flashy or you know sexy even it's like hey look look at me look at me and then you know it just reoccurs and comes back up and that's where we run into detriment but what you do and asking the questions like the nutrition the sleep health and all of that questions that's just using a tool to get information to get that feedback now, the, the the hard part is like how we're gonna figure out how to solve it. Yeah, uh, present solutions. I wouldn't even say solve it. It's mm-hmm. just literally is is presenting it to them. And hey, do you like this? Yes or no? You know, like um, even having like an illustration. You know, mm-hmm. from that's different than just a food pyramid. That's, right. You know, right. Blocked out and okay, so I'm gonna go eat that color. You know, um, but something that gives a little more. Um, clarity right and I feel like kids are just even uh, I like what coach Kerr did he had um he had a cook-off for his athletes they mm-hmm. went grocery shopping oh yeah, yeah great yeah. idea grocery shopping bunch of uh, football dudes right yeah, the entire yeah. team uh, so she's they, talking about uh Kurt Hester at La Tech he's a uh, head strength and conditioning and um, he took his team out grocery shopping and did a cooking demonstration and uh, it, it turned out very well. And uh, they learned a good bit is, is what he reported. A great bit actually. Yeah, and they, they are not intimidated to self-prepare food. And uh, I think sometimes, and even today when I talk to my athletes up front, they're like, yeah, we wanna learn. Yeah. Coach Nav, can you teach us how to put stuff together? They can pack their lunch boxes. Cause yeah. this way they can say, well, I don't know what to put in it. Yep. But simple, simple fixes, simple demonstrations. Yeah, I, I don't think it's um, per se difficult uh, in, as far as presenting certain solutions. Uh, it's just, it needs to be actioned. Um, you know, I think you do a great job of providing avenues for them to go down, um, not only with the nutrition, but like you, you mentioned some other things uh, that, that come up as far as challenges with, for the athletes. Um, and, and we can attack those at a later date, but <laughs> I got to get ready for speed and agility. Yeah. Coach Nev, I enjoyed it um, and really, really hope to do this again soon, maybe even later today. Maybe. <laughs> I'm going to Trader Joe's. Oh, man. Yeah. Can so I where can we check out your uh, Trader Joe? Um, story. Yeah. Grocery where, list. Where can we check that out? It will be. On Go ahead. Give the plugs. At Blockout Academy and for sure at Coach Nav. Um, and then I'll probably post some stuff that I'll make today. I really need to be better at really sharing what I'm making and simply freshly, freshly made from the scratch. None of it is complicated. And kids love to eat, adults love to eat. We don't throw away food in our house. No, we don't actually. We only throw away the processed stuff, just thinking about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, and while you're at it, kids also often ask, what do we eat? And I said, if it's packaged, leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, my quick one is um, the closer to flying, right. uh, out of the ground, right. um, off a tree. I guess right. it was out of the ground. What the hell did I say? Flying, walking, swimming, right. uh, out of the ground, off a tree, and the more color. Got it. Yeah. So it's like crunchier, <laughs> crispier. <Yeah. laughs> Got to take care of the fr fruit. Loops are not fruit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I don't even want to get um, into that. Yeah. Violet told me I had fruit Loops <laughs> with Baku. Yeah, I bet she did. Yeah. So. Good stuff. So yeah, later today, we'll post some home cooking. Awesome. Well, can't wait to see it and definitely can't wait to eat it. Um, but I guess that's it for today uh, as far as this one goes. And for more episodes, follow uh, one at Coach DJ Taylor and then also at Coach Nev and at Blockout Academy. All of the links for the podcast uh, past and current are on at coachdjtaylor.com check those out and please leave comments below that helps me pr produce content and we'll see you later